drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. Okay, so this is a podcast again, and I'm here again with... Boy, Steezy J, motherfucking ice bag injury, bitch. <laughs> Dude, you, you, all, you start him out right, man. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was perfect. Dude, I, I'm just, I'm glad, I, because, like, I'm glad to, like, have you back because I wanted to, like, uh, because, like, what was I going to say? Because I've, I've said, I've told other people, like, oh, it'd be cool to have you back. And, like, you're the first person that I've actually had back on. And I'm stoked because I wanted, like, because, like, last time I only asked you, like, a couple questions about music and stuff. And I really wanted to know, like, how you started and all this fun stuff. So, like, thank you for coming back. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for reminding me back because uh, I had a lot of fun too, and I'm sure like we could probably do like a four hour. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I want to do one, but yeah, like you know, yo, definitely, yeah, we could definitely just talk all day about anything, like music and <laughs> pop culture and politics and science and you know, the whole nine yards. Heck yeah, dude! No, that's what I loved about the last one. Like it was. Because, like, dude, you're, like, in extremely intelligent. And, like, when, when I was, like, talking to you, you were saying, like, all this stuff that I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like I'm, like, listening to an audio book right now. And it's, like, literally feeding me knowledge. And I'm, like, dude, this is sick. Like, I loved it. It was so badass. I'm a fucking dumbass, but thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's perfect. Dude. Well, then, um, I can't remember. Like. You know, I can't remember if I asked. I no, I did ask you that, but like, I wanted to know, like, what was what? So, like, what was your first band? And like, did you start off playing guitar first in your in a band, or did you do vocals? Yeah, um, my first like, I guess the first band would be the school band, right? Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, like middle school band. Um, yeah. Now, my first like band band, I was in uh. Oh, it was freshman year. I was in a band or sophomore year, I forget. Like end of freshman, like beginning of sophomore. I was in this oh, shitty okay. band called Breakthrough. <laughs> with like some of the hardcore kids that were uh at my high school. It was as bad as bad can get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know everybody's first band is horrible, but like I mean I've always had a craving for music, so I really didn't care. You know, I played in tons and tons of shitty bands. <laughs> you know that i've been in so it's just like and i'm sure everybody else listening has been in tons of bands that are just absolutely garbage and looking back you were like yeah that was garbage but, it, but you know it was fun so it's just like that's really all that mattered Heck yeah dude that's awesome yeah and i i started playing with like guitar dude like i'm a guitarist like through and through like i know i do vocals for ice back injury and we're like the image for that but it's like i like i wrote all that shit like um, I mu- I much rather play guitar so than oh, sing. Oh damn! Really? Yeah. yeah. Dude, th- then like, what? What then? Why did you move to vocals on in Icebag then? Um, well, Icebag was like started between uh me and my drummer uh, Ivan. He left uh-huh. to the military like a couple years ago. He actually just got back earlier this year, and uh. Oh wow. Yeah, so we had, like, written a couple songs, like, an intro and, like, whatever. And then, like, he left and it pretty much died. And then me and Steven had linked up and I had told him, like, you know, hey, I have, like, me and Ivan were doing this. Like, let's do this. And he was like, sure. So 
that's pretty much where that came from. It's just like not having people. Where oh, okay. it was just I was just like so determined. I'm just like, all right, I'll just do everything then, dude. Like Steven can Hell play yeah. like Steven could do all the drumming on the album, like I'll do all the guitars and the vocals, the lyrics, like all that shit. Like I'll I'll get it done, dude. Like I'll 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 always try to find a way to get things done. But um, you know, luckily we had like our friend Anthony to like fill in and then uh uh my old friend Michael, which I played in a bunch of high school bands with, like three or four of them. Uh, to do oh, drums nice. for us, yeah, yeah. He left because uh, he's just busy with life, so he can't play music anymore. But uh, yeah, it's just basically it just happened. Me going to vocals is just because we just didn't have anybody else around, you know. Oh wow, okay, dude, that's yeah. awesome though. <laughs> yeah, and then dude, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I mean, like like after after uh, go back to what you were gonna say, but like uh, like do you do you like I know you said you're like a guitarist, but like do you like doing vocals? Do vocals? Do you like being like the front man or anything, or do you like hate being like the the image of it? Oh no, like I I do like getting on vocals. I just rather play guitar. You're definitely a lot less tired oh, okay. after playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet, dude. Yeah. No, do doing vocals is sick. Like. You know, it lets me like work out through like a lot of shit. I'm just like fucking angry as shit, right? But it's just, yeah. I don't know. I just rather be playing guitar. I just like writing riffs. I like playing fucking on loud ass amps. You know, the whole Hell nine yeah. yards with that. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick. And like, because I remember we've we've played like I think two or three shows with you, and there was one time that like, like, well, I, I think you're like drummer couldn't show up, so Steven threw uh, jumped on drums, and I was just like. Wait the hell? Like he was just playing guitar, and like it was just crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, like, dude, that's just so cool to know that, like, basically, like, like you could switch off to the guitar if if you wanted to, or play guitar and vocals, and then he could just go wherever wherever is needed, which was awesome. Yeah, dude. Like me as a person, I just try to like cover all my bases when I can. Heck yeah. And in music, it's like you kind of have to, dude. Like your guitarist needs to know, like how to play bass and all the bass parts like i'm so glad steven knows how to play drums because when my drummer left i was like fuck dude i'm never gonna be able to do music ever there's like you already know in any in any music scene it's fucking hard to get a drummer let alone get a drummer that wants to stay or has their own stuff or has a car or like you know lives close (laughs) to you you know all 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 the obstacles that musicians have to jump over and shit and um i'm just lucky dude because steven's like just a talented musician he's plays guitar plays you know drums plays bass does recording he's everything he can do anything so for him to play like drums like he like really stepped up and pretty much kept the band like together like i might be like the dude that's like quote unquote the face or image or whatever because like i'm the dude that's gonna talk to all the people but he like he's like the glue where he's like if he left like i wouldn't want to do ice bag you know damn really (laughs) yeah it's just because it's like it's our project like you know, maybe I started before him, but it's uh, it's our project. You know, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. dude. So like, so when you, like, so then like you started playing guitar when you were like, so even before your first band, how long have you how, how long had you been playing guitar before that? Um, I think I started playing guitar when I was maybe like ten. That's like the earliest memory I have, maybe oh, ten wow. or eleven. But I wasn't any good at it, so I'm left-handed and. uh yeah, that's oh, already okay. yeah, or wrong-handed yep. as fucking yep. everybody tells me. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers, fuck you. Um, 
Yeah, so my entire life, I've basically played upside down, you know, straight up Jimi Hendrix style, like on a right-handed guitar. Whoa, really? I, yeah, so I didn't have... So, so guitar is probably the easiest instrument to pick up because you can teach yourself, you know? At least in, in my opinion, I yeah. think it is. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe piano is easy or something. I don't know. But guitar for me, it's like, because I didn't know anything about it, it just felt, it felt like that was the right way to play anyways. You know, because I, wow. I didn't I didn't touch yeah. a left handed guitar until I was like maybe 15 or 16. So, oh, wow. I got like an Ibanez for uh, like a Christmas present, I think. Um, OK. Yeah. When I was like 15 or 16. And then I snapped that like the same day because I fell on it on accident. Fucking... <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, dude? my God. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just remembering that right now as I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a garbage guitar. Anyways, it had a Floyd Rose on it. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was already having issues. Like, you know, one of those Guitar Center floor models that fucking. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Don't buy floor models from Guitar Center if you're listening. But if you're a musician, you already know that. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had like a. You know, luckily my parents like adhered to me when I was like younger. They uh they got me like one of those like little like lion starter packs from like Walmart or maybe it was from Guitar oh, Center. Okay. I don't know. It was like one of those guitars. Yeah, I think I still have it actually. And uh, yeah, dude, I just got to jamming on that. Didn't know shit. Didn't know chords. Didn't know how to play. I just knew I wanted to play loud and fast. And I was watching fucking Master of Public music videos every day when I was like ten. So I was just like, fuck yeah, like. <laughs> Damn. Dude. Yeah, dude. It was just yeah. So that's like pretty much how I started, but uh, with guitar at least, wasn't really good at it. I didn't get serious about guitar and probably until I was like out of high school or like and like towards the end of high school, like when we were starting to be like not more serious bands, but you know, when like you want to like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So, dude, like, and and awesome, like, like going back to like how you said like guitars, like you were like, oh, it seems like it's the easiest. Like that's mind blowing to me because like if I pick up a guitar, I'm just like, dude, what the hell is this? Like it's 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 so foreign. Like to me, I feel like drums would be the easiest because all you do is have to hit stuff until it's like, okay, this kind of sounds cool. Like and like, dude, I, I've I've attempted to play guitar. The only reason I I can sound like I I kind of can play it is because I can loop it over and over, and then I could get it okay and then i can record it like yeah (laughs) dude that's that's insane dude that's so awesome i mean just like with anything else you know you still have to sit down and put time with it you know yeah like like anything piano freaking recording video games technical skills it doesn't matter what you know you gotta sit down and put time with it like i don't think anybody's born just shredding like fucking van halen (laughs) you know i I think drums are would i think drums would probably be the instrument where somebody could just pick it up and be like yo i'm good at this like you know just a kid beating on shit you know not doing anything you know it might be halfway decent but a guitar is like totally different where they wouldn't know shit you know so dude that's so true dude like that's why like whenever like when i first got drums i was like i don't remember like i can remember first getting them but i can't remember like I remember playing that. I was like, I, but I don't remember how bad I was. I know I was bad for sure. But like, yeah, dude, I just don't understand how my parents put up with it. Like that was, that's ridiculous. Dude, same. Like I was lucky where my parents like let us practice like at our house, like yeah. like in, like in the later years of like music, like when I was like, you know, in uh, like high school and shit, like they let like my friends come over and we go in the garage and play for a couple hours. And, uh, I don't know how the fuck they put up with it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> luckily, luckily for me, uh, my drummer that went to the military, and I've been playing with him for 
in 2020 so like 12 years now or something like that and uh we like converted his like back like shack in his backyard to like a practice space so we were in there like playing for years and like oh that's sick yeah so like we had to stop at eight um his dad would like let us play back there and like this is like the spot where everybody would go to so like you know me and him had a band and he had a band with our other friends and another friends come over and jam like everybody was always just there jamming in this little shack that was probably the size of like two restrooms you know <laughs> um damn yeah it was it was i dude he just came back and renovated it and turned it into like a little studio it's so sick but we're just like how the fuck were we in here for so many years like just sweating balls (laughs) (laughs) with fucking like 10 or 11 people in here like dude it can't even fit this many people like (laughs) you know it's just (laughs) so bad but you know the best of fucking times and uh yeah so we'd be in that little shack we were able to play until eight but then like we would always want to play more yeah so eventually he invested into like an electric kit that he still has today and then once he got that people were there till fucking 6 a.m jamming (laughs) you know every fucking night dude like you know it is being 19 he could stay up like fucking three days at a time so right (laughs) yeah so it's just like yeah we would be in there and um but like i've had some talks with him i guess the only thing like i regret is like not learning how to record sooner because i look back i'm like dude we had so much time to write all we would do is just write all day just jam and write all day like we didn't record like any of it you know like there's like a couple like old like you know iphone 4 and ipod you know like videos but it's just like (laughs) damn dude like i wish we had spent as much time learning how to record as we did just playing because now you know that i'm older it's like fuck now i gotta you know now i gotta learn it now and yeah you know times have changed everybody's i don't want not everybody hasn't moved on but you know people have you know people have jobs kids family like shit they gotta take care of so you know you don't meet up with your friends as much anymore so yeah exactly dude yeah that 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 sucks and i totally know what you mean like because if you would have like but then again it's it's like a double-edged sword like you like you might have not as been as good as guitar but yeah you would have had those like recording skills or like vice versa and like so like you basically just put like put all of it into playing guitar, which is sick, dude. Like that's dude, that's that's just so badass though. Thank you, dude. And yeah, it's like, you know, how would you know like in the moment that you should have been doing something? You know exactly. what I mean? Yep. Like you can't like really judge it after the fact. You gotta judge like what's going on like during the time. And it's just like we've had that talk before. It's just like, dude, like we didn't know. <laughs> like, you know. Exactly. Dumbass 19 year olds fucking staying up to six in the morning <laughs> playing fucking Smash Brothers and fucking jamming, you know? Like, we didn't fucking know. Like, that sounds amazing, dude. Like, uh, dude, I wish I could still stay up till 6 a.m. playing Smash Brothers and jamming, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, dude, stay up all night and go to work and then fucking come back, like, just not be sleeping. Like, it was great. Great, great times. <laughs> Wouldn't do it again, but great times. <laughs> dude, but, yeah. And then also, Dude, continue you you go no, no 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 go ahead i was already, i was done dude oh dude no I, I, what i was gonna say is like this is like one one question i really wanted to ask was like uh so uh how did you like end up like i want like the the story of like how did how did you end up joining false act false act happened because i bought a hat from them and uh oh, yeah, off there you told me about that yeah uh Oh yeah, I'll just run through real quick. Yeah, I, I bought a half of them yeah, off their backcap page or whatever their merch page was. 
didn't get it you know and it was like a month or two before like i was like hey i never got that hat that i ordered <laughs> anyways i messaged them <laughs> they were like oh shit like sorry like you know you can come to like any of our shows and uh you know just pick it up there just message us beforehand and they would play locally because small sack was basically made up of like everybody from pasadena and like monterey park you know i'm in almani so it's basically down the street you know 10 15 minutes away and uh yeah, yeah it's I, I never got to make it out to a show but eventually like riley or some or max somebody sent it to me in the mail like you know sent like a like a apology note like oh like sorry like yeah oh you damn. know i still have it it's like sorry like this took so long blah 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 like you got like a t-shirt on us or something like that right anyways i had added the guitarist after that happened because i had i was he was the one i had messaged and i guess he had gone through my like pictures or he he had saw that like i was playing like in bands too and like that i play guitar and he was like hey like would you be down to like jam sometime and i was like yeah dude like i'm looking to play like in more hardcore bands you know like i'm tired of <laughs> playing as blutters black cover bands i mean yeah. and uh <laughs> yeah and uh yeah, so like we like eventually met up on like at a practice space, and then that was it. Freaking, they needed a second guitarist, and it all went downhill from there. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. So yeah, just this, just a quick message, dude. And then like after that message and like meeting up with everybody, I was like when I started meeting more people, like around me, like at shows and stuff. So that definitely like wow, opened the door a little bit to uh, explore a little more with like playing like a band that's like you know like actually touring and playing like not big shows but bigger shows than i was playing you know so it was a good it was a good it was a good experience yeah dude that's so cool man like because like because like i remember when like like we first started and like we were talking like he would talk like about like riley would talk about false act and stuff and like he like he brought you up like multiple times and stuff and then we we eventually like met you playing like ice bag and stuff and like it was so it was so funny like like ice bag so like pissed pissed off and like <laughs> and like like you look you look scary on stage dude like it's like <laughs> fucking like intense and then like after you're like hey what's up dude like it's just like what the fuck dude like i feel like you could eat me alive and like and like you, you just come down and then you're like talking about video games and it's fucking gnarly dude <laughs> yeah thanks dude yeah i yeah, like I, I know i said i love being a guitarist but like on stage i'm doing vocals i can just get everything out like you know everything yeah. that's you know pensa i'm sure like any other vocalist feels like the same way you know especially with the shit we talk oh, about yeah. but um yeah <laughs> right yeah thanks i mean i i never really like care i don't like necessarily want the spotlight like i'm not that type of dude like i don't want people's eyes like following me the whole time and shit that's why i kind of like yeah. being a guitarist like just be off in the corner and just be by myself <laughs> you know yeah, like a little exactly. bit of stage fright and shit yeah dude and, like <laughs> but yeah like definitely being a front man like has helped with the not like getting in front of a crowd, but just like being able to just, you know, like actually lead something. So yeah, exactly. You Which know, because that's it, sick, dude. Because I think all the best bands like didn't necessarily. Well, you know, you know, yeah. I guess it's it depends on how you look at it. I guess a lot of bands like I would say like if they had a sick front man, it didn't really matter what their fucking like how they were playing that night or like any of their music. Yeah. If their front man was entertaining, then probably everybody in the room liked them. 
you know so exactly dude uh, and that's that's extremely true dude like a lot of people would probably like i feel like people would be like no like the music matters it's like of course the music matters but the thing is if like that front man is literally keeping you like enthralled like you're not going to really pay attention because 99% of the time everyone is focusing on the vocalist anyway yeah like unless it's like a guitarist in the in the, in the crowd thinking like oh man like what is he doing what's his pedals like i want to follow him like all this other stuff but like yeah dude you're so right like ha- like the vocalist focus is like so real like i'm a drummer but i mainly fo- uh, focus on the vocalist whenever we play with anyone yeah dude and like you can't think about it how we think about it as a musician. You got to think about it as like the average person that's not in a band and not playing instruments is like, they're going to be watching the vocalist. Like, yeah, they're going to glance over the guitarist, but they're not going to care what pedals he has. They're going to care exactly. what app he's playing through. You know what I mean? And I know like for us, like as musicians, we can appreciate when somebody has a really good guitar tone. We can appreciate when the drummer has just these sick fills and like, you know, yep. backbeats and like whatever. Like we can appreciate all that, but and I'm not saying the average person doesn't. I just they might not be like as aware of all that stuff as we are, you know. Exactly. So. That no, that, that makes sense, dude. And like I, I that's really cool. I, I really like that like picture you painted with that because like it's 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 very true because like like you said, the average person sometimes there's like, yo, like I love this band and I'm gonna go see them and I don't play music, but like I can feel something when I listen to them. But like they're just a person they're gonna they're gonna go work their job and like their hobby is like going like to i don't know i I don't know it's so weird to think of hobbies outside of music so like i can't even think of any right now like uh, video games <laughs> yeah, go, yeah dude but i i it's like to me i like for like us like video games and like music i feel it goes so hand in hand so like i'm like if you play if you play music you probably play video games oh like yeah 99 percent of the time i'll talk to anyone it's like i'll bring up like pokemon and they'll be like yo and i'm like yes dude like but like yeah it's it's but the, yeah that's so true like video games is such a huge thing and like it, but whenever i find out like someone's not a musician at a show it, it's just like whoa like that's cool that you can find something out of this, even though you're not like quote unquote, a part of like the scene. Yeah. I love that. That's it's so, it's so cool. So yeah, dude, that picture you painted is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. And I think that has to deal with like our like age group, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with the, at least like having like the same interests and stuff, because once, I mean, once you find like people in music, like, or any kind of click, like once you, like you're in it, cause obviously these people all have the same interests as you. you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, like I'm in hardcore cause fucking, you know, like it's fucking life, dude. Like it's life to me. Like fucking, it's all about like fucking the brotherhood and fucking, uh, you know, like being like an outcast and like all that shit, dude. Like, yeah. So it's just, it's just, you're going to be around other people that are like you and they're mostly likely going to have a lot of the same interests as you you know we might not all like the same pizza toppings but we all like pizza you know so it's like (laughs) dude that's such a good analogy man (laughs) yeah it's just you know you got you got to try to like connect with people and uh i know like a lot of like older people in the scene kind of have like a heart a little bit of a hard time doing that the ones that did adapt and like do connect with younger kids like they're they're fucking on it like you can look at a band like a casey strain or some shit or like whoever's that's like a little bit older and like they know exactly what kids want because you know they've been in the game so long like they'll know like kids want this merch and they like doing this and it's just like you know they're just an older version of us (laughs) you know what i mean yeah 
but you know you could talk to like a lot of like the older older guys or actually interviews of like you know bands that were big in the 70s or 80s and stuff and, and it's just for any genre and uh they might not they kind of seem like they have a harder time connecting with younger people and trying to keep them like entertained and a lot of that kind of goes with like we're on our phone all day so if your promo video yeah. isn't good in the first five seconds no one's going to care you know what i mean so it's just like <laughs> so and, and and a million other examples with merch or albums and how you go about it and, you know what i mean so i i definitely think it is harder for like the older dudes to uh make that connection not that they can't but you know it's just it's, it's a bridge that both parties got across so exactly dude and like honestly like you bring up like the bands that do that like i feel like the best band because i was talking to like riley and danny i forgot where we were going but like we were talking about how like terror is like no matter what they were they are the band that like will always be in the forefront like i remember like they, they were they just did like a like a headlining tour and then they came back and did like a, a support for like a bigger band that's like like a metalcore band and it's like because they don't care they just want to play and they have like they, they they they're like we know what the kids want and like if we can expose ourselves to these metalcore kids or whatever with our music maybe they'll fall into like oh man this is sick like i love how they are going about it they i feel like they're doing it very well yeah dude and uh yeah, we'll get into that because Terror Terror is an interesting band in that thing where they do have older guys and younger guys mixed in. Exactly. Where the younger guys, you know, I'm sure all of them are really in touch with what's going on because yeah, when you're at the forefront of the scene, like you have to know, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, and, and I'm sure like it doesn't matter how old they get, it can be they can be around even another ten years and they're still gonna know what kids want to hear, what kids want to see, blah blah blah. You know, and they stuck true to like. You know their music style and like they haven't changed up and like nothing like that terror is like always going to be terror so exactly it's yep. a good thing yeah and like they do go they do go about it the right way because if you like watch any interview from like madball or hate breed or maybe even terror themselves like they'll say like yo like if you want to continue as a band or even older bands even older bands than them like if you want to continue as a band you have to like play with other people like you got to get out of your circle. You got to play to up to new audiences that might not like you. You know, you got to yeah. take chances. Like, you know, Terror's got to go play with, you know, Terror probably won't have a hard time um, grabbing some metalcore kids, you know, like, and and I'm using like metalcore, like the, like as I lay dying, like, I, I don't, I fuck, dude, I don't even know any contemporary like metalcore bands, like Pierce the Veil, like Crowd, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. they could probably play like a show with them and they could probably grab a few kids, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm just saying, you know, and they can go play probably a fucking death metal show and they could probably still grab some people from that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, you know, you can't just always play to hardcore kids like, yeah, like for our scene, it's like, that's what we do. Like, of course, we're going to play for all the hardcore kids. But once you get to like their level and status, it's just you got to branch out. You know, you got to play with yeah. metal bands. You got to play the metal core. You got to play with like hard rock or, you know, you, you got to mix. <laughs> you got to mix it up, dude. <laughs> And I don't yeah, like, yeah, and Haybreed's always saying that shit too. Like, you know, as much as all the hardcore kids love like Haybreed, like you'll never see them on a hardcore tour anymore. Like, very rarely. One because you know they've already done that most of their career, but two because like yeah. Jamie Jamie Jass is like a total business dude. That mm -hmm. dude's always talking about like, yo, like I don't want to have like the same like lineups. Like we want to have like a hardcore band, a death metal band, a metalcore, like a freaking slam band like whatever like so everybody has something so it's not just like five bands playing the same breakdowns for the next three hours yeah. you, know? 
you know but it's just like it's true though like you know you got to play to different audiences to like you know grab more kids and keep your band afloat you know it's a business so yeah dude and, and like dude and yeah yeah that's that's perfect dude like yeah like i forgot what i was gonna say so you continue i was gonna say well man, you know then it translates to like trying to keep the scene healthy because now you have like new faces that will start checking out more bands like if you were a metalhead and you saw terror live like i'd be like yo check out power shift check out like harm's way like you know, like you know like you'd probably find something you know, like yep. there's there's other bands that like in this scene that you're gonna like you just haven't been exposed to them yet you know and vice versa so dude and just yeah, it, like, yeah. I, and I, no i was gonna say like how you said like harm's way like the reason i found harm's way was because of weekend nachos and knowing that they had like <laughs> hell yeah they, they, like they had they shared members and i was just like oh damn like this is cool like and like yeah dude like i i love that like i, I was just exposed to them through a band that i really liked but like yeah dude that's that's perfect yeah and uh dude weekend nachos oh man dude even just in high school dude i think weekend nachos is like one of the best hardcore bands that's ever existed like dude, their yes. vocalist was so fucking angry and just like everything he'd write and they're they're just a wall of fucking sound and dude. and i know i know like he had like a part in like starting harm's way and was originally writing it but yeah dude like you know when Harm's Way was like getting like bigger or like coming around like in like like 2008 2009 like some people fucked with them some people didn't you know because there was just a lot going on in the scene there was like yeah. a lot of like faster music being played and then yes. they were like metal you know and you know unless if you're mm -hmm. into like pulling teeth or like creatures or something you probably weren't listening to them because I remember back then a lot of people were telling me they didn't like Harm's Way and I was like dude this is fuck this is exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> I've already heard the hardcore punk freaking, you know, thing for like years. Like I've already heard everything has been written in that. It's all been written, but damn, like yeah. Harm's, Harm's Way was like, fuck yeah, like let's play some fucking Slayer rips and fucking run with it, you know? So hell yeah. I always thought that band was great, but yeah, back to like, like bigger bands like being in tune with younger kids, like yeah, it's def it's definitely important because it definitely keeps like the scene alive. It definitely brings in like new people, like so. Yeah, and like, and like, yeah, dude, that that it's so it, it's it, that's that's amazing, dude. Like, it's 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 true. I I like to know that they have like the 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 thought to even go back to like, oh well, well yeah, we could do this like support run instead, like of a headliner because like bands like that know know that they're playing music for the right reason. They're not doing it because it's like, yo, I want to get famous and I'm going to stay, stay this famous. And if anyone offers us anything lower than what we think we are, I'm not taking it. Like, it's like, dude, fuck that. Like you are literally doing it and you, you and you're doing, you're, you're basically, that's like the world's greatest job in my eyes. Like you're playing music for your living. Like that's ridiculous. So w when people take it for granted, I'm like, dude, dude sh shut up man that's so wrong yeah dude i think bad ball is probably like the best example of that of people that don't take it for granted and like actually work to like have what they have and like do what they do because they always say in their interviews they always say it on stage like you know they're not rock stars blah 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 like we all know that if they're like the best example of like how to do it how to stay in touch with younger audiences how to lead a scene with all these bands that are right behind you how to like not you know, maybe you don't headline this tour because fucking Knock Loose fucking blew up and now they're the hottest thing and now you got to play second to last or third to last. Like, 
dude, they're like such a good example of that, you know, because the scene needs to like have like a fresh breath of air every now and then. Yeah. And like, uh, luckily for like bands like Madball and like Hatebreed and like Terror, like they've been able to like basically put the entire scene on their back, you know, and like, <laughs> yep. And also, like, not have like the egos to be like, oh, we're better than this band. We're not going to play after them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because there's like no room for that, really. Like in hardcore or any fucking scene, dude. Like, I, I just, I really don't think there's room for that shit. Like anywhere. So, you know, just fucking play your fucking time slot and get the fuck off stage, <laughs> dude. Yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, I. <laughs> That's so perfect, man. I love that. Like. Yes, like I don't care where you put me. I'm gonna play there just because it's like, okay, well that's where I they they think I'm. I I don't even care where I'm at, dude. Like it's just it's I just want to play. That's it, dude. Like yeah, so that that makes sense. Yeah, and like for those bands to have been doing this for so long and to like have grinded out like so many like years of like doing it, it's just like it's definitely something I think every like band should look up to. Like yo, like if you want to be a band, be like Madball, be like Terror, like. You know, like be like yeah. fucking Hapery, like you know, have a reason to be around this long, you know? Yeah. So and you know, it's fucking work. So Yo, hell you gotta yeah. put it in. And a lot of people like want it overnight. Like, trust me, dude. I'm sure like all of us as musicians, we all want it overnight. It just doesn't work like that. It's just too it's too I don't want to use the word competitive, but you know, that's just it's that's just like how it is, you know, like there's too much going on where you really got to stick out. Yeah, dude. Like, and I feel like competitive is a great word. Like, and it's also super like diluted now because of like, like the internet being like, like, dude, you could like start a band at any point and be like, yo, like, like there are so many bands around now and it's, it's mind blowing, dude. Like, yeah, like it's a bummer because like there could be like, Oh man, I got something cool. It's like, yeah, but have you checked out the other 500 bands that were literally started today that sound exactly like you? Like, yeah, it's such a bummer. And I definitely remember like being in high school and like the scene just being way smaller, you know, sound and fury was like the biggest thing that happened to SoCal. Like, yeah, like hundreds of people would go to that. But, um, I mean like just the local shows, dude, there'd be like 20, 30 people, unless if a big band was playing, like something, somebody like, I don't know, like internal affairs or outbreak explain or like something like that. Then there'd be like hundreds of people. But yeah. you know, like just like the local um scene in general, you know, you can click on one band's like MySpace page and there'd be, you know, like their top twelve or eight or whoever's following them. You can click like any eight of those bands that were on there and like it would just be the same fucking bands, like whether they're friends or not, just because the scene was a lot smaller, you know. So yeah. like with hardcore opening up and with the internet with the internet uh being like prevalent and all of it, it 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 it's it has its goods and it has its bads you know the yeah, good thing yeah. is is yeah like me and you can start a band and thank god for free software and how easy it is to record now yep. um <laughs> you know we can put out a demo tomorrow we can go get things pressed you know and have it out like in a month like dude i remember like in high school and shit it was just it was just too hard like not not hard like as in like oh we can't do this it's impossible but you like you know like you had a fucking like it was just it was just harder you know so oh, it's yeah. just oh, it definitely it wasn't as accessible i guess is is the word i'm looking for you know as it is now so no that that yeah definitely dude like well like see like you were talking about like the scene back then like i i didn't go to my first show i think until 
like I think it was 2009 or something right like that. Like I, I, I started way late and I, or I, was it 2000? Yeah. I was like, whatever. It was super late. And well, it doesn't and I was matter. Just like, dude. Dude, <laughs> dude, it's true. I just, I just wish I would have like started so much sooner because like, I wish I would have been in the scene because I didn't start playing music until I was like, like 18 or something like that, which is oh, okay. weird that I've been playing for 11 years now. But like, like i i didn't know that like i just remember getting a drum set and it was just like a competitive thing because my friend just got one and he was like oh i'm playing drums i was like damn it i need to do that like nice. <laughs> and i just started playing and yeah dude and like but like you talking about the scene like it, like being so much smaller it was like dude i wish i was there to see that because now like the scene now uh, especially up here is just like i feel like so I don't know, just non-existent. But then again, I feel like almost anyone is going to say their scenes not existent in their in their scene. But there's yeah. a lot of scenes out there that do exist. But like, yeah, dude, I'm just it's just such a bummer when. Like, it just seems to get smaller and smaller, and especially with like, again, like with like the pandemic happening, like it seems like like it's just going to fizzle out and die. And I just hope when the, all this is over, everyone comes back out of the woodwork and says like, yo, dude, like we like. I'm here to stay because I miss this. And I, now I know what I was missing and this is, this is something I need to do forever. Yeah, dude. Parkour is never going to fucking die, but, uh, Hell fucking yeah. de def definitely like, maybe it wasn't that it was smaller back then. I, I do. There, mm -hmm. there definitely were less people at shows. Let me fucking make that clear. There was definitely yeah. less people around, but, um, I just think it's just because like scenes weren't accessible. Like now, like I see online, everybody's flying to like this festival and going to that festival and driving there. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Where the fuck was all that? Like, <laughs> but um, I think it's just maybe because like it was just smaller groups of people. It was just less accessible to like reach each other. Like, I think it'd be really hard for an East Coast band to come to the West Coast, you know, then yeah, rather yeah. than it was vice versa. Now, I mean, regardless of the pandemic, like if it was last year, it'd be a lot easier for like a smaller let's just say like a like a local like philadelphia band to come to la than it would have been like 10 11 12 years ago you know yeah so yeah. um and like when you were when you were saying like that like the scene like uh like the that not, not like this like the scene was like smaller or whatever or like like less people at shows that's what i mean like but do you feel like with it within those like smaller groups of people do you feel like they were like a tighter community or do you feel like it was just like basically like the same amount of people that would be doing it today like or do you think it was like they were just more close-knit because they were the ones that are always going to the shows um it's kind of a yes to all those questions <laughs> i guess it depends <laughs> on who you ask um that's true with yeah, the yeah. scene being smaller i definitely think bands might have been a little bit more tight-knit but the yeah. thing is is that now with the internet now i can talk to a band in philly or new york and in florida and like i can be like best friends with them you know what i mean yeah yeah um and with the scene being smaller like you did see like the same bands on the same flyer like every other week and not that that was an issue nobody i don't think anybody was really like tripping about that but uh yeah, you definitely would see like all the same people around. Um, but, you know, thank God for the internet. Like, it's just made everything so much more accessible. Like, I, I, I think people haven't like fully, like, comprehended like how much better the internet has made like your local scene. Because now we can always post like, now you can just go on Instagram, post a flyer, and have a million people see it. Compared to like you post it on your MySpace and only your followers would see it. You know, so like, yep, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's just like. 
and I know that just sounds like old people talk, but nah, dude, like <laughs> the, the the evolution of seeing what what the internet has done to, like the last fifteen years for music is like mind blowing. So yeah, you can book your whole fucking tour now, like online. <laughs> you know, you don't even have to fucking know yeah. people anymore. So it's just like, yeah, but you know, with that comes like quote unquote consequences. You know, more people, you know, more attitudes, more, more like things going on, more drama, you know, like all the bad stuff comes with it too. Cause you know, like as hardcore kids, like we take a lot of pride in our music and our culture and, you know, and every fucking generation, every band has their song about people fucking dropping out and fucking being fakes yep. and tourists and all that shit. Like we all have them. We all want, and we all hate seeing it. And we all like fucking know exactly like who we're talking about. And it's just like, you know, with the internet, it does bring a lot of those people in who might not have the same, like, not hardcore as the music, but, like, hardcore values you have, like, from this music, yeah. like, yo, about, like, yo, like, this is me, like, this is my dad, like, you know, like, all that shit. Yeah. They might they might just be tourists, you know, and sometimes you just gotta fucking just avoid those people or fucking, you know, maybe, or maybe they, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> lost, lost my truth out there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta, like, avoid those people or whatever, get them out, but, um, you know, some people like actually do stick it out and like actually find out like, hey, this is what I was missing. Like, I'm glad like I found this through like Knock Loose, or I'm gra- I'm glad I found this through like whatever new band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because as, ol- as older dudes, you always want to have them to the younger. Because as older dudes, like, or in girls too, like it's just like it's like from my perspective, from me growing up, like older guys that are still in the scene that I've like been friends with for like you know years. exactly it's like they taught me like bro no, nobody fucking here is cool <laughs> like we're all fucking all yeah, nerds know, we all don't belong yeah we all don't belong anywhere <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i'm saying we're the, all the fucking rejects and the fucking lames like so you know you gotta like try to teach them like yo like you're not above anybody here and like you can see that like how we said earlier with bands like madball and terror like going to local shows like i see terrorists Terrors vocalist, fucking Scott Vogel, dude. He's always at local LA shows. Like you can catch him there. If there's anything happening, you could you'll probably see him or somebody from Terror like at a local show, right? It's always been like that. Like and like even with their age, like they know like they're not above anybody else. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. like with code, just like with code happening, this thing can be taken away from you like any second. And I think it's really important to like instill in like younger generation of hardcore kids coming in, like hey, like. This isn't some fucking fashion trend. This isn't because it's cool to take Instagram pictures and catch yourself stage diving like in videos and be posting it. Even though that is cool, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, hey, 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 you know, it's always fun to see yourself mosh, right? Oh, but, hell um, yeah. Yeah, come on, we all come on, we all mosh in our room. I still mosh in my fucking room. You know, <laughs> gotta dust off the old fucking two steps and uh, stretch the old uh, shoulders. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, like this shit's like not cool. Like don't like use it as like a social status like use it because you want to be here use it because like you fit in here like you know like whatever like you believe like what everybody's like writing and saying their lyrics or whatever you know it's just yeah you know you gotta look at it like from that perspective and i do think and it's not just our scene it's also like the other like music scenes or pretty much any scene in general like you know it's just you know like actually like want to be there you know don't just be a fucking tourist so 
exactly dude no i totally agree with that that's it, it's 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 that's awesome because like dude like i don't know like there there are so many like like you said tourists like that come through and it's like dude like yeah i some of them like just do it they're like oh i think i'll be able to like make money or do whatever this like the fuck and it's like no dude like you should be here for like here like be here with with us because like you said the rejects all like the lames like literally like we're here because we need to be here there's 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 no 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 other way about it like we found it and like it's like oh dude this is our calling we have to stay here forever now yeah bro hardcore is a fucking lifestyle like you know you don't just like stop being hardcore because you came home from the show and fucking took a shower you know what i mean like <laughs> this shit's with you this shit is this shit is a lifetime commitment you know and you gotta fucking make it out to the younger generation like yo if you fucking like this this shit's for life dude you know yep. so, yes. at least that's how i fucking see it so dude no i i do no trust me like i'm gonna be fucking like 60 still playing like cell damage stuff like oh yeah dude like, dude it's 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 in me forever dude it's the it, dude like once it found me well we found the fountain of youth man like like i turned 29 this year and i still feel like i'm like 10 like i i feel like if, <laughs> if i was a guitarist i'd still be ju- I, I would be jumping off everything like like i'm a drummer and i'm still going to be doing stupid shit like i just like people that i, I don't know people in this scene or in the music like like genre or the of of like hobbies like you found the fountain of youth man you will never you will never grow old <laughs> like it, it's the best thing ever yeah man like you know fucking vinnie stigmas like said that shit like rogers said that shit and it's just like you know like those guys like in their 60s and 50s and it's like they're still hardcore kids you know yeah. like how like how can you be a hardcore kid in your 50s and 60s it's like well look at that motherfucker like, yeah. like <laughs> this shit doesn't leave you know <laughs> fucking yeah dude you don't get to fucking leave this shit you know you gotta pack up your shit and if you fucking left and fucking goodbye <laughs> good yeah, exactly dude <laughs> yeah dude i don't dude. i i don't ever see myself like not playing music like I'm too hungry. I have too much drive. Like music lets me work through like everything to like, you know, with my issues and shit. It's just like I'm always gonna fucking do this shit. Like I'm not that very skillful, I don't think. But fucking like you know, like I'm not shredding on the guitar and fucking like Van Halen, <laughs> yeah. like you know, like Van Halen or Carrie King or some shit. Yep. But it's like you know, and I'm not like fucking like Malmsteen or anything like that. But like I'm gonna do what I can and shit. And I'm always gonna be fucking playing. So hell yeah dude and that's that's what everyone should be like that that's that's exactly like dude like i don't know like like riley riley's always said it's like dude like look at like i picked up guitar like four years ago and i've toured on it like look at this like like yeah like that 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 analogy like was so sick to me it's like oh damn that's so true dude like you like you don't need to be crazy good or like you said like shredding to like go somewhere and play in front of people and people will still be stoked on it and that's such a sick feeling so yeah dude that's 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 a perfect that's perfect dude yeah dude and fucking riley you know to do that means anybody can do that (laughs) (laughs) riley playing guitar (laughs) love you riley if you're listening i love you and yeah dude the other thing is too is like you know just don't take yourself like too seriously like have fun with it like our fucking band name is ice bag injury what the (laughs) fuck is that you know i mean like don't like as serious as i am about hardcore like come on like you can't you just can't take it like too fucking seriously yeah Yeah, yeah. i'm a fucking be the best like bro like we're all the fucking same here like that's not gonna get you fucking anywhere like nope 
you know, and just you really got to have fun with it because I, I do think music was more about having fun. And I understand like the older generations, like we talk about like Sabbath or like Zeppelin or Slayer, or, like Metallica, like like those guys are actual businesses, you know. Yes. So they're probably not having as much fun as like we are. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? Cause they have to deal with just so much more bullshit. But yes. in hardcore, like, yeah, there is bullshit, but you can just ignore it all and like just fucking play, dude. And like just get on stage, play and get off. <laughs> yep, dude, dude, I love that. That's so that's that's perfect, dude. Like, dude, and like one thing that I wanted to ask you is that, like, that, like, do you still play CS:GO competitively? Yes, dude. How, like, to me, like, when when I first found out about that, I was like, dude, what? Like, I I I remember playing CS:GO like once, and I was I was trash. Like, I'm so terrible at keyboard and mouse. Like, like it was just. And then when when like you were like, did did you ever like actually go pro? I went semi for a little bit. Oh, dude, that's so sick, dude. See, that's to me, that's so badass. Like, like, how was it to do that, dude? That that has to be so much fun. Uh, fucking stressful as shit. <laughs> stressful as shit. <laughs> fucking is it, is it yeah, like... dude. Yeah, see, it's fucking Counter Strike. Anybody that's played it knows, like, one that shit's hella addicting, and two that shit's hella fucking hard. Um, <laughs> I started playing. I've, you know, I have two cousins that played. One younger and one a little bit older than me that I've actually been on team with. Uh, he played professionally for, or semi-pro for, like a couple like seasons or years or whatever on these old like ESEA teams and uh, and Cal teams. Oh, okay. You know he was making money and shit and like I grew up like you know like with Thanksgivings like we go over to their house and he would have two computers and we play like you know one point six like when it was for, this is like year Sick. two that, this is like two thousand two thousand one you know so. I was always like, fuck, wow, I love, I lo- yeah, like, I love this game, like, I want to fucking play it. I didn't start, I did play a couple lands, like, in high school and shit, but I didn't start getting serious about it till, like, 2014. Oh, okay. For, for CSGO, like, like, I mean, like, serious, like, sitting down, like, give up social life, like, give up everything, like, start watching demos, start <laughs> grinding all day, like, when I wasn't working, like, it was work CS, work CS, work CS, like. <laughs> Damn. Um. Yeah, dude. And uh luckily like me and my friend Sam uh kind of had the same goal where we were, where we talked to each other cuz dude like when you're playing competitively, you guys all have to be on the same page. The same thing as being in a band. You have oh, to yeah. be on the same page, dude. Like I want to go around the world, my bandmates don't. So I can't go around the world and I got to yeah. accept and and you know it's 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 a take it or leave it. To keep playing local shows or try to move on and go around the world with other people. But you know, I'd rather stay with the boys, you know what I mean? And, like, it was kind of the same thing with CS. Like, me and Sam started a team, and we were just grinding, just owning our skills, watching demos, like, figuring out smokes in the game. Like, just everything, dude. Just thousands of hours just practicing. So, eventually, like, long story short, like, we we, we meet up with other people, like, that we find in servers. Because, obviously, if you're playing a game, like and somebody's better than you, you definitely want to play with them more because you're only going to get better, yeah. right? Or you want to try to recruit yeah. them. So, like, we, we basically did that. You know, we got, like, more teammates, and uh, we were playing, like, online tournaments on, like, Face It and Sevo and ESCA, and we were, like, winning in, like, our seasons, and fucking, I got go to yeah, I gotta go to land with a bunch of dudes right here in the 626. Oh, um, yeah, we won a couple of those. We won, like, the Marine Corps land. Like, we, I played a fucking minor <laughs> i'm so proud of myself dude like uh a minor uh basically there's a major and a minor 
every year for CS. The major is basically the Super Bowl, and the minor is the qualification to get into the Super Bowl. You know, oh, cool. yeah. So I like I like got to play a minor uh, last year in November. So that was like that's that's as far as I'm ever gonna be able to go. You know, but it, at the same time, it's just like, dude, like we started from nothing and we got like all the way up to like right under a professional spot. So damn yeah dude like we put in fucking work like um so yeah i was just yeah we were just we we're just playing a lot like just grinding just learning everything about the game like you know that was like my hobby you know so aside from music yeah right. so yeah and like i've always you know, oh god go no no i was gonna say but that's so badass no continue yeah oh yeah, thank go. you yeah i've always been like competitive like i played sports like you know throughout like high school like middle school and i played like one year of college at uh football and like i've always just been like more competitive and uh cs definitely filled that void because like you know once you get a high school college it's like well what do you do like i like i like competed in mma for a long time too like let me see oh wow like like five or six years almost but like oh damn it, yeah but even then like it didn't fill that void like how cs did like cs was like the competitive void like i needed to fill and uh yeah, just I just happened to get really good at it. Like not to like say like oh I'm the fucking best. I'm fucking nowhere near the best. But fucking you know, it's just like I, I put in the time, I got like as good as I can get in it, and you know, we we did things. So Dude, that's so cool. Like I don't know, I've 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 always I always like the idea of playing a video game competitively. Like Danny and I would like play Let's do it. Like, dude, like I've always thought about it, like, cause like we love we love playing Halo, and like Halo was always I we we would watch like online tournaments and all that mm. stuff, and it was just like, dude, that looks like so much fun, and like, like Danny and I've always been like like pretty naturally like good at first person shooters, and like well if, with like on console, if I like I said if I go to PC, I'm like a fucking oh dude, crazy. that's that's dude, video honestly like PC Master Race, I'll always say that, but like video games are video games, like if you're competing, you're competing, dude, like I back it, like. Yeah, oh, hey, for me, <laughs> yeah, dude, no, exactly. And like, I don't know, like, I've I've wanted to, and I've just never been, I've just been like, damn, I don't know if I could like do that. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I, I know dude, I'd have so much fun, it would just be sick, dude. I, I didn't know if I can do it right. Like, in my head, like, I have these two cousins who have been pretty much skimming almost the very top level, you know. And not and like I had that yeah. weight on like my shoulders. Where I was just like, well, I'm gonna fucking do it too, you know? Like I love this shit. I can do this shit. Like I'm gonna put in the work. Like, dude, you just gotta jump in. Like it was three years before. Like, like it was like we started in 2014. It wasn't till like 2017 when we were like getting there. Like, dude, it was three yeah. years of fucking grinding. You know, it wasn't. It was fun, but looking back, it was like, dude, it was not fun. I was fucking sitting down, like. 12 hours 16 hours a day like when i wasn't <laughs> if i wasn't working that day i was playing like 18 hours like not fucking healthy at all <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like just staring at a screen that long and i would get up and like you know i had like i had workout equipment at my house during that time so like i was like working out a little bit but it's just like bro like it's not fucking fun like pe pe <laughs> dude this is the one thing that people that you know, didn't play sports. Like, and I, I don't mean it like that way. It's just like if you didn't play sports or like do something competitive, like winning is not fun. Winning is long hours. Winning is fucking not getting good sleep. Winning is fucking crying. 
winning is fucking being hurt. Like winning is winning is not fucking fun, dude. It is not fun. <laughs> the the path you have to take to win is not fun. It doesn't feel good, dude. You gotta fucking give up things. You gotta give up your social life. You gotta give up your fucking, you know, like your eating schedule, your sleeping schedule. You know what I mean? Like a whole Yeah. things like i've been like rotating like in and out of like okay. the team and shit bro we're fucking sick of each other <laughs> get back to that level like you know what i mean like it's it's now now nowadays like everybody's busy but and when we do get together it's like sick this feels good you guys want to play we're always like yeah and then we start playing for a few days and we get sick of each other right away like we've already yeah. like done that you know so Yeah, Dude. but honestly, just like we're starting the band, like, I can't worry about, you know, I, I don't like talking like all motivational, but I'm just saying like that, like, from what I've learned, like, if you want to start a band, just go do it. It's probably not going to be good. Like, just accept <laughs> that. Your fucking first demo, your first demo might not be good. Or maybe, but it was the same thing, like, with starting a team. Like, dude, me and Sam were looking for people and, like, played our first couple seasons so yeah we weren't mixed open like we you know it's funny to laugh at now looking back like damn we were bad for a while but it's just like you know you need time to build you know confidence between teammates you need time to build fucking relationships with these people the same way you would like being in a band like like Steven knows exactly what I'm gonna do, like when I'm writing. He's always like, You're gonna do this and do that, aren't you? I'm like, Yeah, you know, like <laughs> he knows, like he like he knows what I'm gonna write and I know what he's gonna write. Like and you know, like when you jam with like your uh your bandmates, like you like even though you might not know what you guys are playing, you know what the next part's gonna be. Oh, if yeah. it's gonna be a fast or a bounce. Like you guys both know what you guys are thinking. Yep. Then it's the same thing with just being on a team, dude. Like we're all like, you know, being in a band's being on a team, like being on teams, being a band, like whatever. Like it's all the same <laughs> shit. You know, it doesn't matter what team. It can be fucking tennis team, golf team, football team. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Any kind of team, like, that needs a team effort, like, all comes down to the same shit. You need a fucking leader. You need to find people that are willing to put in the hours. So, dude, yeah. And it's so funny. Like, I've never thought about, like, like competitive gaming be, being exactly like a band. Like, after you saying that, it, like, it literally, that literally seems like it goes hand in hand. They're the same exact thing. Like, like you said you need them to all be dedicated and if they're not like it's it's over dude there's there like you said like oh my band wants to go i, I want to go around the world but my band doesn't like that's exactly the same with like if like you're if you're gaming with a lot of people and they're just be like yo dude like you're like let's let's try and like play that 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 open it, like down the hill and they're like no i just don't feel like driving down there it's like what like yeah okay well then i need to find other people yeah dude and it's like uh you know dedication like it has to go both ways. Like your leader has to be on top of shit and like being willing to like sacrifice, like, you know, fucking like his, like their personal, like, like time and shit to do this, like as well as everybody else, but it's got to go both ways. The trust has to go both ways. Like, Hey, like we're all going to fucking do this. Like we're all going to take losses together. We're all going to ride the high wave together. Like, you know, 
And uh, it's tough, dude, because when you're grinding that long, people's minds start fucking changing. Like, I don't know if I want to do this, especially being a band or gaming. Like, from my experiences, it's like, hey, we're not winning. Like, do we still want to do this? Like, we're putting in 12, yeah. 15, 18 hours a day, like, every week. Like, we're not working. Like, do we want to do this still? Like, dude, I've always had my doubts. I always continue to have my doubts. Like, fuck, dude, do I still want to be in a band? Like, I'm not doing anything with it. Like, or like, do I still want to fucking do gaming? Like, fucking the boys aren't around. Like, fuck, like, you know, it's just like, yeah. you're all, you're, dude, you're always going to have your doubts. And like, as musicians and like people, like, with time they do pass and we know that but those moments yeah. that we have them it's just like holy shit this is like overwhelming this is too much shit right now <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> you know it's gonna take breaks but um yeah dude uh with competitive gaming it's just like you know um having the dedication is definitely one of the deciding factors of if you're gonna make it or not just like with anything else so yeah, that's it's true, dude. That's that is, it, yeah, that's it, dude. That, that's it's so true, man. Like you never, you, it, it's 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 a world of unknown, dude. Yeah, and like I've always been like the dude to like give up, like if like like yo, if I can't go do something today, like all right, it's for the team. Like okay, like let, fuck it, I'm not gonna go to that party. I'm not gonna yeah, go see. Yeah. I'm not gonna go to the fam- I'm not gonna go see the family. Like dude, like I'll fucking give up anything in a heartbeat if it means that we're gonna fucking win. Like, yep. or anything for the bands, too, dude. Like, Ice Bag Injury, like, I knew no one wanted to fucking play in a band. So I bought a drum set. I bought a fucking bass cab. I bought a bass head. I bought another fucking, like, guitar cab. I bought, like, you know, the recording equipment. I got fucking everything, right? And then I found people. And it was just like, and I told everybody, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm sorry I'm going to be a dick about this sometimes. It's just, you know, there's got to be, like, some kind of structure, like, leadership, like, I have everything. You just need to give me the bare minimum. I'll do all the heavy lifting, right? <laughs> like, dude, I will fucking do all the heavy lifting and everything I'm in, whether if it's like being on a CS team or fucking being in a band. Like, just tell me what we need to do or let's make a plan. I just need you guys to just show up on time. It was the same thing for competitive gaming and being in a band. It was like being on the, all the CS teams. Um, What do you call it? It was like I would stay up, watch like all the demos of like the teams we were playing, like learn their strats, like watch videos on YouTube all day, practicing smokes, like like hours and hours of finding spots for smokes, flashes, timings of other teams. What were the pros doing? What can I like? How are we gonna call? What are our audibles? Like all that shit. Because I was an IGL, I was an in-game leader, so I was calling like all the strats, right? I just told my teams like, yo. You guys just need to show up to like these like smoke practices. We're only gonna practice like 30 minutes, an hour throwing. We'll go play. We'll just work on it. Maybe like once a week we'll do that, you know, so we can have more time playing and shit. It's just like you just need to put in the bare minimum. I just need you to just learn two or three things. You know what I mean? And sometimes you get it out of them, and sometimes you don't, just like anything else. And like it is in like being like in like a leadership position, it's fucking frustrating putting in so many hours and not having yeah and having people not i don't want to say live up to your expectations but just doing the bare fucking minimum you know (laughs) fights you know if i just bought all this gear for practice and i say that practice is at 4 p.m don't text me back at fucking 355 saying hey is practice still at 4 p.m like with dumbass questions like that (laughs) you know what i mean it's just like bro like I, I get it. People double checking, but not when it's right there, clearly above. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's yeah. a bad example. Let's make me sound like I treat my band horribly. I don't. It's just, you know, it's never been like that. Like, 
It's never been like that. But, you know, like for like CS, it was because it was just, yo, you not learning something means we're not winning, you know? And yep. we're already yep. putting in so many fucking hours that, you know, like we all want to win. Why, why are you going to play 80 hours a week if you're not going to fucking win? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know why? We're all fucking here for the same reason. So fucking pull your goddamn weight. Like, <laughs> dude, you have to tell your dude. players and you have to tell your bandmates how it is sometimes. You were saying that you're basically the leader of your band. I know you probably have to get on your guys sometimes. It's not that you hate them. Oh, yeah. Even though sometimes they might get on your skin. Yeah. It's just that there has to be like, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of leadership, dude. Like, somebody's got to say something because if not everybody just says oh i didn't fucking know like fuck you yeah you did yep. like you know <laughs> dude it's, it's true, just dude. yeah it's just there has to be some kind of like structure and for things to function you know you got to be a cog in the wheel and the wheel the dude driving's like needs all the help he can get so dude dude no exactly and like yeah i am i'm definitely that guy like i feel like i feel like sometimes i like i bet danny and riley are like dude like fuck i don't want to play with this guy <laughs> like because like i'm i'm always the one that's like okay here like this 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 and this and like okay do this like like i i i i i like broke riley like because like at uh at shows like every now and like before like a long time ago like he would like he would pack up all his stuff but like i'd be like yo do you have everything and like sometimes he'd like miss a cable or something just maybe something random like n n not all the time of course but like sometimes and i'd be like yo and he and he was like oh oh shit sorry like i'll put it i'll put it back uh, i'll put it in there and i was like okay and like uh like anyways like from like every show that we've played or like every practice he'll literally go like he'll put his stuff by the door or wherever we need to load. And he's like, I have everything. And he'll tell me literally everything he's picked up. He's like, I got all my cables. I got my picks. I got everything, like whatever the fuck. And like, I, I love that. It's terrible that I had to like push someone to like, be like, Oh fuck. Now I need to do this because he's going to like yell quote unquote yell at me, which I never did. But like, but I do the same thing to Danny. I'm like, Oh, did you get everything? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Mike's whatever. And like, I always have to double check with everyone because it's for my own well-being to know that we have all of our shit. Oh, dude, I'm the same way. You have to hold people accountable. Yes, yeah. Somebody exactly. somebody has to do it. Because, it, dude, any band that's ever played ever has forgotten something. A cable, a oh, pick, yeah. their fucking guitar strap, extra strings, whatever. Whatever the fuck, you know? Exactly. Power cable. Dude, like somebody has to be accountable. Somebody should always double check, or you guys should all double check with each other. Like, yo, do we have all our fucking gear? Like, you know? So, yeah, dude, it should. It's, I mean, it... I'm sorry, sorry. It's just like at, at the end of the day, you can go ask somebody for a guitar cable, you know. But at the same time, it's yeah, like, yeah. why do I want to do that when I have my own and I should be holding myself accountable to like bring all my shit? Like, come on, dude. Dude, no, I totally agree because one time we had a show locally, uh, thank God, but like, uh, I forgot my fucking symbols, dude. Like, that's like my, that's everything. Like, it's like, yeah. if I don't have that, I'm playing jack shit. And like, I, I was like, fuck, I need, I just, so I drove home, got my symbols, and then we played. But like, it was just like, that's like the worst thing. I literally forgot the most, like, that's like for getting like drumsticks. It's like, first of all, yeah. symbols, people aren't going to let you borrow 99% of the time. Nope. And like, exactly, dude. And like, like you said, like guitar cables, people will probably let you borrow. But in the back of your head, you're like, 
fuck i own like a million of those and i forgot the fucking one i need and I, I i hate that feeling so that's why i literally talk to everyone about their stuff i'm like yo did you bring this whatever like like please like and like and danny and i have like a bunch of extra shit just in case because it's like well what if something breaks what if something like slightly like goes wrong or like what if you forget something because you left it at home like like it's constant like riley has his own guitar at home but he also has his second guitar but i took that because it's like well just in case we want to practice and you forgot your guitar at home i'll just bring this one so we can practice right now yeah i do and, the same shit uh -huh. yeah, dude exactly dude i feel like i feel like everyone every band needs a cj or a josh <laughs> like like they, yeah. they, they need they need someone like you said making everyone held accountable and then when you have people like us it's like okay well fuck dude you fucked up but i can cover you because i have everything yeah, dude, those moments always feel like, thank God, like I fucking grabbed that cable or, or exactly. that power cord, you know, because yep. shit breaks all the time. Shit stops working for whatever fucking reason, because you know that you, you know how it is being a musician. Yep. <laughs> shit just stops working. Shit goes missing all the fucking time, yep. you know, and like I'm the dude. It's just like I'll always check like, yo, we have all the drums. We have all the cymbals because like we've forgotten some. Like, yeah. You know, like we forgot, gotten <laughs> fucking. Uh, <laughs> if you ever listen to this, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, fucking. Am I supposed to bring my amp? Yeah, oh, like, oh, we're playing. What do you mean, <laughs> dude? Dude, that right there, like that alone, is one of like my my the biggest fucking pet peeve. Like to me, like I don't know, like we can we 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 set up and break down very fast, and like, and we're three people. Like we will literally set up like a five piece a five piece like group in with three people faster than you like a four or a full four piece will with as a four piece and i'm like how the fuck do we do that it's because like we know what we're doing we 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 let's not i'm not saying like i'm not bragging or like oh yeah we're no 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 yeah yeah but oh like, yeah like we're very efficient because like once i'm done i'll be helping danny once or like vice versa or like if riley can't be finished setting up i'll help him set up it's like like dude and also I can't stand when people are like, okay, yo, let's share amps or get drums or whatever. It's like, to me, I fucking hate that because it's like, I know what I want and I know my sound. I know my calves. I know my heads. I know like my fucking drums. Like I want to play on mine. I don't care how shitty my stuff is or, or whatever it is. I love my stuff. Yeah. And, and like, whenever I go to, it's someone's like, can I borrow your head? It's like, no, like I'm that asshole because like, I don't want you to fuck it up because one time, like, uh, we were playing a show and some dude blew up Riley's bass amp when we when he was playing bass in the band. And I was like, that's exactly why I don't want anyone to touch our shit. So like, you told me about that before. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it, dude, it's so annoying, man. Like, but like, yeah, dude, I like that's such a huge pet peeve. So like for any band out there, like bring your own shit. I don't care if like. I don't care if like, unless the band that is like headlining or something says like, yo, yeah, we got you. Like that's different. But if you go out to the band saying like, yo, like, let me, let me borrow your stuff. Like, no, fuck you. Because like, I was like listening to an interview, I think with the Dillinger escape plan, like, like their van, like, like exploded basically or something like got, got fucked up. Like they couldn't make it. So they literally unloaded, rented another van from like wherever they could and still made it to the show because be be at the show no matter what like yeah if, if if you need to take four cars like 
be there because like you said you were going to be there and like granted i i know i've dropped shows before and and it's it's bound to happen but if you can make it and you're just making this excuse of not going because it's like oh fuck like whatever it's like dude no just fucking go there like like you you said you were going to go and plus you know you're going to have a good time it's always a fucking good time but like yeah that's that's my rant on that whole thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel you dude um I'm a little bit different when it comes to like letting people borrow shit only because like in my head, it's like if I don't let them borrow my guitar amp, like maybe they don't get to play. And like the last thing I want is for people to not be able to play music like for this thing that I, for this thing that I love, but I totally get you. Like if you're like, if they're, if they're going to borrow it, like, you know, I have like a Mesa and a 6505. So I'll set those up for people. Like, even if they know how to do it, I'll just like, turn it on and turn it off for them like hey you know like let me just help you it's not that i don't trust it's not that i'm not trusting you you know i'm probably not it's just a like (laughs) hey let like let me just do this like i'm pretty sure i can get something that you know like a tone that you want or whatever yeah yeah. you know it's just like and dude the gear is so expensive it's just like you gotta you gotta watch out for your shit if your guitar head goes out you know depending on what you have that's 400 600 a thousand dollars right there you know what i'm saying so yeah so it's just you know, you got to watch out for your shit. But at the same time, like, if a band really came up to me and, like, said, like, yo, we need this, we forgot this, or whatever, like, I've been there, dude. Like, yeah, take it. Let me just set it up for you. Um, dude, I, 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 like, sorry to interrupt you really quick, no, but, no, like, like, the thing is, like, I've been in that situation, like, someone's come up to Riley and said, like, yo, can they, like, use, like, like, can I use your stuff? And, like, like, because Danny and I have bought literally, like, everything in the band. Like, it's just because we're, like, fuck, uh, like, like you, it's, like, I want to have everything. And like he's Riley's coming up to me, he's like, "Yo, can they use it?" It's like every single time I've always said yes. You know, even though I'm so against it in my own head. Yeah. Like you said, like, like you don't want to stop someone from playing, and like if you're the only reason, like you're that wall in between them. It's like, fuck, I don't want to not be that. I don't want to be that guy. But in my head, I'm like, fuck, no, you can't use it. Like, but like I've always been like, yeah, dude, just fucking don't break it. Like that's it. Yeah, and I think anybody that's asking can understand, like, yo, I should probably be careful with this very expensive, you know, yeah. piece of equipment yes. and stuff <laughs> and all that. But, like, you know, I've, I've been on both ends, dude, having to ask. Yeah. And I hate asking. Um, the other thing is, like, with traveling bands, like, if I'm playing, like, if we book a band from up north or out of, like, state or whatever that's traveling more than, like, two hours or, you know, like, some shit, like, dude, like, I'll offer them, like, gear. Like, hey, do you guys want to just bring your heads? Like, I, like, because we've both like played far away places like we know how it is like having to pack yeah. up like a cab and then the head and bring your friends or you know your car is fucking shitty you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> all the normal problem that that you know nor- problems that normal people have it's like yo if they don't need to bring a bass cab that's a six by fucking ten or a fucking guitar <laughs> yeah. cab taking up extra space you know and they can bring another person i'd rather have that than fucking you know them like having to pack up all their shit and like maybe not make it or something you know what i mean that makes sense so yeah. it's just like yo if you can bring your guys's head that'd be great if not like i have all my shit and that was like the only reason i bought shit too it was just like yo like if we need to set up a show like fuck it then we have literally everything you know like yeah. nothing to worry about so dude yeah like see like there you go that's perfect dude like you like I I know exactly where you come coming from, and that and and like it makes sense, dude. And I like if that like you said, if that other person can come because that guitar cab's not there, like that's that's one more person that can see, like 
them and or us or whatever that you know what i mean like that's that it that is actually really cool like that's a good way to think about it i feel like i've just been list list like looking at the nihilistic way of like looking at it basically well dude your your way is completely valid too because like that's your shit you're a band you got to be able to like play next weekend you know like yeah like you know you can say like why is it my responsibility you know that you don't have stuff or you lost stuff and stuff like that it's just like but then it's also like you know like we're all part of the scene like you know you got to help each other out so and usually that comes down to let me borrow your gear so (laughs) (laughs) you know double-edged blade so it's just how it is but at the same time too like if you're gonna get booked with a really big band you better have your own shit like if if you got if you got books with fucking like terror or madball or some shit like you better have your own fucking gear like it's very irresponsible to not have your own stuff at that point if you're hitting that level you know what i mean like yeah yeah, because you're definitely not gonna walk up to one of those bands be like hey uh, can i borrow your guys' stuff like (laughs) no what the fuck fuck, fucking you're off the show (laughs) you know this is like yeah so yeah, if you're in a if you're and in a band, like, oh go ahead. No, 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 no. You 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 go ahead. No, no. Uh, you, if you're in a band, what you're gonna say? Uh, if you're in a band, definitely. Like you gotta invest in your band, dude. Like that's why, like I bought all the stuff. Like I invested in it because I knew I wanted to do it. Like, you know, luckily I didn't have to get like too much gear, but it was just like, and I didn't buy it all at once. You know, I yeah, I was fucking working mad overtime so I could buy shit. Yeah. But it was just like, <laughs> but it's just like, yo, like if you're gonna be in a band, like invest into it, like get your guitar player to get a good amp get your bass player to get some good pedals to sound good like have your drummer like fucking change out his heads and get fresh cymbals like invest into that shit dude because exactly if you have good gear that's half the battle fucking won you know yeah exactly so dude and then like so dude i have only like one more question to ask and i forget if i asked you on the last one but did i ever ask if like if your band was a TV show, what show would it be? Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, always Malcolm. Yep. Okay, I was gonna say I couldn't remember if I said it, dude. Like, dude. But like, I was gonna say like that was like I'm so stoked because like that that was again that was so cool. Like I got through all the questions that I wanted to ask, and then random ones just popped up, which was fucking cool, dude. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But dude, like. I that's like I feel like that was like a good place to end it, man. And like I just wanted to again thank you for coming on, literally again for me to waste another hour and a half of your life. And like... oh, this is this isn't a waste. <laughs> this is not a waste. I like talking, dude. Fucking fuck it, dude. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's awesome, dude. And like I know I'm a dude that can easily talk a lot, and like to be able to find someone that wants to talk equally as much as I do is fucking sick. So like, dude, like. I, I it's been so cool talking to you i like i said i've i'm stoked that you were able to come back on and just like have like had another conversation with me man oh yeah of course thank you for having me on i'm like always thankful to like do podcasts and like be a part of shit like this because i think people need it right now you know probably more than ever just because uh you know covid going on and it helps exactly, the scene dude. dude like you know if you have anything to offer your scene like do it start a podcast zine printing recording whatever you know promotion so anything anything to help you know hell yeah dude dude that's perfect man like dude well then you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh a fake goodbye and i'm gonna talk to you right after this hell yeah okay we'll see you later man later my dude the podcast is okay see (laughs) it's over as, as as you can tell but uh i'm 
I was I was so glad to have CJ back on. Like it was so crazy on that first episode. We just went down so many different paths, and it was awesome. I love I love how that went. That was one of the most fun episodes I've had, just because it was just it was just so cool to like hear and talk about so many different things and. And then I don't know. It was just, it was just so much fun. So I wanted to ha- have him back on, so I could talk to him about his like musical history, like his background in doing music and stuff. And it was it was awesome. And I'm so glad he was a- we were finally able to hook up again and and get this done. It was it was a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much, CJ, for coming back on. It was so fun. And I'm so glad we actually were able to talk about video, video games too. That was sick, dude. Like it's so cool that he. He play can he plays competitively and stuff. I I feel like that's one of the coolest things ever. But um, I hope you all enjoyed. And uh, guess what? I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.